I'm Theo. And I'm Juliet. And this is Apologies Accepted. We offer an entertaining look at some of the big issues in history by examining public apologies of the famous and infamous. We're looking at politicians, serial killers, actors, and you. Send us a public apology you would like to make, and we'll read it on the air and give you a chance to redeem yourself, or just get some guilt off your shoulders. We're here for you. Once a week, maybe more if you're really, really sorry. Apologies accepted, and I'm not Theo. And this is a podcast, and I am not Juliet. It is a podcast. Always has been, always will be, unless one day was, we uh, do live shows. Oh, get ready. Um, yeah. I was holding my breath to say, the podcast. Oh, sorry. I'm totally out of it today, so I fucked up. But, yeah, well, you'll have to dock my pay. Um, what's shaking, Bacon. What's shaking, Bacon? Uh, well, coming at you, not only are we a podcast, but we are a podcast riddled with COVID, completely covered. <laughs> Absolutely just COVID-licious so with COVID. have you decided that you actually have COVID, or are you still convinced that you don't? Well, I'm not convinced that I don't. Welcome to my last life. Time, the la- well, the last podcast we did, we thought you did have COVID, well, and you were I- waiting to, to check with James to see if he was going to be negative and blah, blah, blah. So here's the whole thing that happened, right? Okay. So I woke up... Uh, with a slightly sore throat um, around New Year's and like January 1st. And I was like, huh, weird. And then the next day, same thing, right? And so I was like, hmm, maybe I should just test myself for COVID. We have these COVID tests. Uh, James' cousin, Margaret, yes, that's fine, is a nurse. I was like, oh, I said her name. It's fine, I can say her name. (laughs) Um, And she brought some tests from the UK, over-the-counter ones. That's so nice of her. Yeah, well, also, we were going to be on an airplane. She'd right. been on an airplane. We Very weren't. Cool. There weren't plans to, like, go out to dinner and go to the movies and let's go dance. There's none of that, right? But uh-huh. we're going to be on airplanes. Yeah. And so, um, and I, I'll preface everything that I'm saying with I, I am fully vaccinated. I am boosted. I wear masks everywhere I go. Yep. And my friends, likewise. So. Yep. I only hang out with people who tell me, I don't ask to see their Vax card, but who are vaccinated and boosted and I know wear a mask. And if yeah. they say people, they tend to do it outside, right? And right. they're not nightclubbing and all that. Well, I don't know why I keep blaming nightclubs, but okay, cool. And so that's, that's the world I'm living in. And I think that's probably the world most people are living in, right? Um, I wish. Well, I mean, there are the ones that don't wear masks and run around and you know, let's go to the spit parade today. Um, <laughs> and sure, I can't help those people. But um, everybody I know, following the rules, do, doing their thing, right? Nobody wants to get sick. Nobody wants to die. And uh, so I I was like, hmm, you know, everyone else is asleep. Why don't I just do this little test? And that was the morning we were recording. And it did the little test and, and it came up positive. And I was like, oh, fuck. I don't know what to do now. I should get in the car and roll up all the windows and drive away into the middle of the desert and just sit there and wait for somebody to come and rescue me. Right. Like I, I need to not only be quarantined and isolated, but I need to be separated from all humankind. Um, but then it was like, Oh, but the podcast. Have to, <laughs> of course. Come on. That was your first thought. I'm sure. It, well, actually it was, it was like, <laughs> so, um, so we did, we did the podcast 
and everybody in the house was still asleep. And and sort of what I was doing in my brain was, okay, you know, if you do have COVID, you should leave this house and not be doing this podcast. But everyone's asleep, and you've been around everybody for the last couple of days when you haven't been feeling well, so they probably all have it right now. So this feels like a risk that's worth taking. So just go ahead and do this thing, right? I was so in my head about the ethics of being in the house uh-huh. thinking that uh-huh. I might be positive right. that uh, I don't even remember the show. I listened to right. it and I was like, wow, I I was there. I talked. <laughs> I, no, no memory at all, right? Funny. So cool. And then I, um, after we finished, I immediately left because um, America's hero, nay, the world's hero. The world's hero. Does not know. want to put anybody in jeopardy. Right. So... I drove around Palm Springs with the windows rolled up looking for like a testing site. No luck, no luck, no luck. And then uh, I sent James a text to update him. And I was like, hey, everybody should test. I tested positive. And so, you know, he was like, what? Oh, my God, that's terrible. Over text. He didn't want to talk to me on the phone because he might catch COVID over the phone. Yeah. Um, So cool. Anyway, so they all tested. It was negative. And they were like, okay, come back because we think you fucked up the test. And I was like, pretty hard to fuck up that procedure. It's like put two drops here and rub a thing in your nose and whatever, but cool. I'm willing to take another test since I can't get a, a testing location in Palm Springs. Like there's just nothing cool. So, um, so they wouldn't let me inside the house. (laughs) Rightfully. So, Uh um, I sat, I sat, I stood out on the front porch and, uh, then James decided to brave it and he came out and he swabbed my nose because they didn't trust me to swab my, didn't trust me to swab, swab my own, own fucking nose. nose. <laughs> because I might do that wrong. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, okay, whatever. I don't know how I turned into the world's biggest idiot, but apparently that's what um, all of my friends think of me. Um, <laughs> then they did the results and then, uh, sorry, they did the results. They did the test, got the results, opened the door and they were like, come on in, you're negative. And then they made fun of me for like about three hours for like, you know, we know how impatient you are and you probably just didn't put enough drops on the card and you probably thought you knew better than the instructions and you probably turned the stick from left to right instead of right to left in your nostril, I don't whatever. I think that's how it works though. It's not. But okay. so what I, what I decided was in the middle of all the making fun of Theo was, oh, you know, they were so traumatized and so worried about me dying. They love me so much. Mm-hmm. That all of this making fun of me is just simply a deflection of their true feelings, which is yeah, terror could be true. at my could be passing. True. Oh, 100%. But by the third hour, I was like, fuck these bitches. I'm going to put X-Lax in their tea. Um, <laughs> so anyway, yippee. Then we got home and everything was fine. And then yesterday, for whatever, well, I coughed uh, yeah. pretty hard, right? And yeah. I coughed up some phlegm and it had Ooh. some color to it. And I was like- you know, let's take a photo of that because you're going to show oh. somebody that one day somehow. <laughs> a doctor, a dinner party. I don't I'm know. Gag. Okay. Um, and then maybe Instagram. And then yeah. um, I figured I'd do the test and it came back positive real fast, real strong. And I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe, maybe you don't know how to do these tests. Maybe you touched the tip of a nozzle, something, whatever. Cool. Um, Great. And sorry, I don't mean to make this a really long story. But so James woke up and I was like, hey, test. And 
Um, his nose is bleeding because he uses this allergy spray and he overuses it. And it's a whole thing. And his test came back negative. So I did another over-the-counter one and it came back positive again. And he did and it came back negative. So I'm going to the doctors. All okay. of that said, I feel perfectly fine. It's the mildest cold I have. Now, if you're listening to this and you're like, see, I told you there was no reason to be worried about COVID. Bear in mind, I am fully vaccinated and recently boosted. Yeah. Right. Um, wear a mask everywhere and I'm outdoors. So there you go. Right. Um, that is not to say there is nothing to be afraid about of COVID. It impacts everybody differently. But as the world's hero, I am personally yeah. tacking, tacking, attack. I'm so, I'm so proud of myself. I can't even speak right now. Personally taking on COVID and I will defeat it. Watch, here's That's where good. I die tomorrow of COVID, and then... Well, how long do you think you've had it? Mm. Or how long has COVID had me, I think, is right. probably the better question. Um, I'm going to say probably on the first, when, when I was like, oh, my throat's a little... A little... Mm. And, it's like uh, 10 days. Yeah, and the line take. was very, very, very faint. So right. um, if that was the first, and today is the ninth, I don't know, what is that, 15 days? Um, 10 days. Seven. <laughs> so are you, are you, I'm hoping you're not going out and going shopping and stuff like that. No, of course not. I have COVID. I've tested okay. positive for COVID. <laughs> are you isolating from James? Well, he is sick. Like okay. he has so a stuffy nose and a it. sore throat and, okay. and it's got to be yes. And I think it's just simply the blood in the, uh, in his, on a swab that's throwing the test. So um, no, I haven't been isolating from James because it just feels to the odds of him having a cold and me having COVID. Sure, it can happen, but it yeah, doesn't he feel likely. Has it too. Yeah. So how how is is are your friends in Palm Springs feeling? Does anybody have any symptoms? No, everybody's fine, and they're all like, "We know you don't know how to do those tests, so it's no wonder uh, they're coming out positive, you moron." Uh, and if I go to the doctor and it comes back negative. <laughs> so I took I'm another sure. test this morning and I, I, mean, I used... if I were you, I don't know if I would bother going to the doctor just because I'd be like, I already have, I know I have COVID. What are they going to do for me? They're going to tell me I have COVID, you know, big deal. Oh, but... it just, it just confirms that the tests are working. And if James had tested positive, I'd be like, all right, great. We both have COVID. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's sure. the, it's the fact that he's tested negative twice. And I get, you know, I just said there's blood in there and all that, but I mean, what do I really know? I don't know. Right. So, right. yeah, I I don't know. I just, I'll go to the well, doctors and get tested. you guys are like feeling okay. Like James isn't too sick, is he? No, no, no. I mean, yesterday okay. he slept most of the day, but uh-huh. it was, um, you know, kind of like one of those weekend, I don't, I have a slight head cold kind of naps. Right. Um, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, we're, we're both fine. I'd, I'll but, say this. If it is COVID, um, then great. Because. Yeah. Done and cool, and we'll see Hopefully what happens. Hopefully, you don't have any long COVID, COVID symptoms afterwards. Well, you'll hear about it every I'm time sure you talk we'll to me for the it. rest of your life or mine, or for as long <laughs> as I have long COVID. <laughs> I invented the man flu, and I am proud of it. Um, wow, that was a really long uh, me. 
Well, I don't have COVID, as far as I know. I mean, I don't, I'm not able to get hold of any tests, but I'm not sick. So, and I don't go anywhere or do anything. So there's almost no way I could possibly have picked up COVID except at the pharmacy getting my prescription for my drug, which we'll talk about later, um, my new drug that I'm taking. Um, so I'm fine. Everyone's fine. Uh, what's his name? My husband is fine. Branch, <laughs> our esteemed engineer and producer, is fine. Um, or as they used to say on Car Talk, our esteemed engineer and producer. Um, do you remember Car Talk? Did you ever listen to I Car Talk? I loved Car Talk. It was so good. But anyway, sad, sad all the things that have gone, come and gone, like Car Talk and Art Bell and all that stuff. Anyway, uh, not to get off topic, um, everything is fine. I'm doing nothing. I'm working really hard. I have extra work to do lately, so I've been super busy with that. Um, today on our podcast, we're going to be talking about, <laughs> let's get into it, um, Blake McCoy and his apology. So... Blake McCoy. Who's Blake McCoy? He's yeah. a dude. He graduated from George Washington University in 2007 with a BA in journalism and political science, according to his LinkedIn page. And he went to um, Washington, D.C., where he did four months as a legislative intern at the U.S. House of Representatives. And he then joined KBOI in Boise, Idaho, which is a uh, television station with a market ranking of 103. So not too bad for your first job out of uh, college with just a BA in journalism. Um, reasonably uh, respectable. He uh, had a, a consistently upward-moving career. He went to KTNV in Las Vegas next in 2009, which has a market of 30, market ranking of 39, and then to KARE in Minneapolis, ranking 15. So we're getting up there. Um, and who knew that Minneapolis would be 15? Uh, bigger, bigger and more important than I would have expected. Um, but he was in Minneapolis from 2012 to 2015. At which point in 2015, he became an NBC News correspondent based in Chicago until 2019. And I think NBC News correspondent is a pretty big job. It's a pretty big job. And I'm going to say that that market jump into second role is uh, impressive for somebody yeah. straight out of school because uh, that's not the usual. I have a friend who is who is a newscaster in Miami, uh-huh. um, and he started off in Wyoming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, that's what you do, right? You start off in the middle of nowhere and you fight to get somewhere. Or to our one listener in Wyoming, you start off in beautiful the Big Sky, Wyoming. <laughs> and then you have to work in crappy places like New York. Boo. Yeah. Um, So in 2019, our friend Blake McCoy um, then moved from his NBC News correspondent job in Chicago to a job as anchor at WTTG, which is a Fox-owned station in Washington, D.C., Market 7, um, in 2019, as I mentioned. So according to Mixdex, which is apparently some sort of industry publication, it's not uncommon for network correspondents and anchors to go to work for local TV affiliates, usually in major markets, which Washington, D.C. is one of. So he was um, he was doing well in his career, but unfortunately, his meteoric rise stalled on February 23rd, 2021, when he tweeted that he was annoyed that obese people were on the priority list for the COVID-19 vaccine. He tweeted, I'm annoyed obese people of all ages get priority vaccine access before all essential workers. When most stayed home, we went into work every day last March, April, and May, and every day since, putting ourselves and loved ones at risk. Vaccinate all essential workers, then obese. Two things are interesting about this. He's assuming that no obese people are essential workers. Uh And 
The other interesting thing is that he includes himself in the essential workers. Normally, I would think essential workers are people like doctors, nurses, healthcare workers, teachers, and people who work closely with the public. Um, oh, grocery those, store people. Grocery stores, absolutely. People who, who like, yeah, who uh, yeah. really do put their lives on the on the line to do things that may or may not be essential tasks. For like $12 Starbucks. an hour. For $12 an hour or less, or I don't know what the minimum wage is these days, but crappy pay, um, crappy jobs, crappy schedules, people yelling at you. Um, you have to deal with the public who's completely unhinged right now. Um, those are essential workers, not necessarily some dude sitting at a desk in well, a studio. And I'm real sorry, Blake, but I know plenty of newscasters who were broadcasting from their homes. Really? Yeah. I didn't they, know they that. They were going into the studio. No, they oh. had the whole backdrop thing. Wow, I never even thought of that. There's no need for them to go into a studio unless the the technical stuff is better in the studio. I don't know. Well, now not, I guess with Zoom, you can not do each and every one, but uh, right. but a fair number of them. I think oh, uh, Chris Hayes on MSNBC did that for a while. I believe Rachel Maddow did it as well. Oh. Um, and I know. Uh, anyway, it, it doesn't matter. It could be done. So. Wow. But oh, I I get it. All right, great. He he felt like he was putting his life on the line uh, because he had to go in to work. Cool. Plenty of other people felt the same way, Blake. Yeah. 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 And as far as obesity is concerned, um, obesity is one of the pre-existing conditions that allows Americans to get early rounds of vaccines for COVID-19 in some states because obesity, and this is something I didn't know, um, obesity has been shown to triple the risk of hospitalization from the coronavirus, according to the CDC. So if you're fat, you have three times the risk of being hospitalized um, by the coronavirus, which is bad news for me being uh, a large person, at least at this point in my life. I don't want to say what will happen tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, listen, Um, uh, we're going to have to go back in time a little bit here because I know I had forgotten all about this. Right. uh And I know I'm sure a number of our listeners have forgotten all about this. And then also... um, Another thing, which I which I will bring up um, okay. in regards to our international audience. So okay. we live in a country where people are choosing not to get vaccinated because freedom, cool, whatever. But yeah. there are people who don't have access to the vaccines. There are people who don't have access to in-home test kits. Like right? me. And I've used three of them. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there there's, there's a lot there um, to unpack at some point. But... Early on in the pandemic, when it was like, oh, there's a vaccine, but there's not enough of it for everybody. We're going to have to, like, put people into categories. Yeah. I bought so many fucking cakes and I ate them because I was going to get on that list. I was going to do whatever it took to get vaccinated. What? Right? Not literally ate so many cakes. I just called my doctor and I was like. Really? Hey, how fat um, do I have to be? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And, And the great news is I qualified. (laughs) <laughs> or I said that I did. Um, yeah. And so there is that drive for self-preservation. Yes. Um, and and that's instinctual. God put it in us, if you believe in God, another reason to be angry at him. Because it, it does cause—I oh, don't like the direction I'm headed. But people are selfish. People are selfish. And they, will, they will go out of their way to qualify for a shot. Yeah, I'll say that if if unless they're the type of people who don't believe in the shot, but that's another story. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so uh, I don't know where I was going, but um, McCoy posted an apology. 
about three hours later, um, after a significant Twitter backlash, which included calls for him to resign or to be fired. Some of the tweeters said they even called Fox 5 News to complain about his tweet. So he said, earlier today, I tweeted something insensitive and offensive. I truly regret my words, and I want to apologize. I have deleted my tweet and asked that you accept my sincere apology. He stopped appearing on TV, and the station confirmed that he was suspended pending further review. Um, many news anchors and reporters have clauses in their contracts that allow them to be terminated for behavior, whether they're at work or not, that embarrasses the station or goes against the moral standards of the community. So that may be what happened here. Um, he lately came under fire again for tweeting. I mean, he's just like digging his own grave here. Yeah, yeah. He had deleted his original tweet because, quote, who has the time to argue with strangers on the Internet? Um, hi, right here. Hello. Yeah. No, I don't <laughs> yeah, do that. Right. I, I don't care. The Internet to me is That's pretend. Funny. And when people are like, fuck you, you're stupid. I'm like, no, you're stupid. <laughs> you just sent a tweet to someone you don't fucking know. Whatever. I've also yeah. never gotten that kind of a tweet. But um, all of that said, yeah, he was let go under the um, uh, what? Under the ruling regulation conditions of. Like, he had embarrassed the station. But apparently, also, it wasn't that fun to work with. Oh, really? Yeah. So I read a, a quick little thing. There was not a lot of detail in this. And I'd be really careful not to beat up on um, Blake either. And I've got to say, Blake McCoy, like, that All is right. a name that is just straight out of white wonder bread land. Yeah, Blake um, McCoy. Blake McCoy. Uh Okay, uh, McCoy was fired from the Fox O&O for a number of reasons. And um, some of those reasons are he had issues with the staff, and that is all that they say. Oh, wow, that's never good. You see, if you have issues with the staff, the problem isn't the staff. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so um, he has an Instagram and he, it was never, I don't think, I don't, I didn't see anywhere where Fox made a statement about having fired him. Um, but on his Instagram, ever since that time, he said he's an avid traveler and has posted pictures of himself where he doesn't wear a mask at places he's gone during the pandemic. Or including a shirt. Hawaii or a shirt, exactly. I wasn't going to mention that. Um, including Hawaii, Texas, California, New York, and Minnesota. And he's also, uh, as this one article I read stated, he engaged in other potentially risky behavior like meeting up with Tinder dates. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh... I bet it's not just Tinder. Um, uh, he's no. a good-looking guy. I mean, I'll say he looks like a he looks like a an anchor or something. He, he's, he's got that kind of look. He's very handsome. Um, I looked at his Instagram. I looked at his uh, um, what do you call it? Instagram stories or whatever, right? Yeah. And um, yeah, and he's marketing himself as a good-looking guy. Um, right. I was curious as to like, okay, you got fired, but where are you at? No clue. Well, no, and then yes, I have I have a good um, sense of what's going on. Yeah. Um, so, do you know about the sex video? I do. Oh, Tell us okay. About it, Were you gonna? Uh, well, I didn't want. I just derailed you. Tell us all about it. No, go ahead. That was the next thing I was going to talk about. All right, cool. Well, so you know, so he puts out this tweet about um, oh, fat people not before health workers, right? And. And I get what he was saying here, right? 
what he's saying is that health workers should have been the priority, right? Sure. And sure. then the general public. Everyone else. Right? Yeah. And so cool. But then our uh, heroic healthcare workers would tell you that they are there to save lives and that if somebody is more prone to death than uh, illness, the person prone to death should get the We'll just use the vaccine, right? Should get the vaccine, right? I'm a 37-year-old nurse. I'm probably going to survive if I catch COVID. You're a 55-year-old heavyset guy. You're probably going to die. You should get the vaccine, right? Okay, cool. So there's the calculus. And and I don't want to say he just, he misphrased anything or to quote Ted Cruz, sloppy language. Yeah. Um, But what he was saying, he was trying to be pro-healthcare worker. Uh, but his prejudice, I'm going to say, yeah, his prejudice right. came out, yeah. right? Yeah. And so not fat people. But so that's uh, the end of February. And then um, he apologized. He sends out his, a little apology tweet. And then on March 5th, he posted a sex video to Instagram stories. Well, he, someone did. Well, then he deleted it. Uh, and he also deleted his Twitter and Instagram account. But... Not before he claimed on social media that he'd loaned his phone to a friend and that friend had posted those videos. Now, I've got to say, I've got lots of videos on my phone, right? Mm -hmm. Lots of pictures and lots of audio recordings and lots of weird stuff, right? But I don't have any sex videos and that's not to be Judgy McJudgerstein here. It's just to say that also I don't have sex videos on my phone because I don't want people tripping over them. Exactly. On my phone. Exactly. Right? Like you, I keep them on my laptop. Of course. Under lock and key in a safety Absolutely. deposit box. Right. Yes. No, I don't. I'm selling them on the street corner. Hey, what's the CB? <laughs> I'm right here. Here's my sexy sec time. Um, Man, if I were 20 years old. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. I I'd would be selling be farts in a jar with the best of them. <laughs> internet famous in a hot fucking second. This, here's why this is proof of God right? <laughs> he had me born and hot yeah. before all the shit came in Thank to God. play, right? Because, no, because I'm missing out on money. I would, <laughs> my toenail clippings would be all over the, all over the internet. I, whatever you it's want, funny. you're going to give me money. What do you need? You have your own um, uh, underpants vending machines in Japan. Vending machines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Okay. So, you're a nice girl. You're, <laughs> you you didn't take that to the place that I took it to because yep. I went to underwear fetishes where people went soiled and used underwear. Oh yeah, right. Oh, that's that's where you're selling in your vending machines. Oh, okay. I thought you meant more like like Clean under my underwear. own brand. <laughs> oh god. Uh, yes. Uh, so anyway, so poor Blake um, accidentally on purpose drunkenly, soberly, or betrayed by a friend, or a friend did it to play a joke, right? Or trying to make money off of a sex tape, like that has happened for people in the past. Maybe he was thinking, oh, this will be my big, big uh, moment. My big moment? My sex tape. It doesn't work for gay guys. Oh, really? No, yeah. Um, What's his name? Lance, not... uh, Dustin Lance Black, who's the director who directed, he won an Oscar for a film and it's a big film and I can't think of it right now. And he's married to that Olympics uh, diver, Tom something, Um, but whatever, right? Uh, He, 
um, there was a sex tape that was leaked of him. Really? And and it seems like in that instance, it was a legitimate leak. Like, yeah. oh, that got out. Um, and uh, yeah, it had didn't help his career at all. So just, you oh, know. too bad. It does, it, that's a move that doesn't work for guys. Um, I'm going to say, unless you're like, a guy that gets accused of being gay and the tape that leaks out is sex with a woman, right? And I'm not going to say Kanye West, but I think that one happened to Kanye, right? He Wasn't was accused there? of being gay, and, and I didn't know any of that happened. Oh, oh yeah, there's a whole thing about like how Kanye is gay. Um, oh. And then I think there was a sex tape that was leaked of him, but don't hold okay. me to that. I, sure. I don't know. I, I don't think know. a lot of things that turn out not to be true. Um, or... It takes history a time to catch up with what I was thinking with to prove truth. me true, because I'm never wrong. Um, <laughs> Probably, it, yeah. Anyway, so so the sex video gets released, and then it uh, it gets deleted, as do his Instagram and Twitter accounts, and that's on March 5th. Right. Um, and then on March 24th, he's back on Twitter, oh. and he tweets, um, vaccinated, DC condo up for sale, Boat share secured. So he's going to yeah. go on a boat, right? Yeah. And so terrific. And by that point, he had been fired. Um, and since then, I have not been able to find any any employment. I haven't either. What his LinkedIn doesn't show anything. Um, I don't. I didn't look at his Facebook, but there is no. Uh, oh, when I, I googled did. him. Nothing showed up. Has he? Is he still posting on Facebook? I hate Facebook. It is the worst thing in the world. And for whatever reason, uh, it's still a thing. And yeah, yeah. Uh, he posted stuff on New Year's Eve. Um, he's using his his little icon, logo, image, what do you, avatar? Sure. Profile picture. That's the word I'm yeah. looking for. Um, it's him in a suit and tie looking very news anchory, right? Um, and his Instagram story, and I can't even remember what the tweets were, but, you know, it was stuff like, let's all hug each other and be kind. And yeah, life yeah. is beautiful and everyone's everyone's gorgeous. So I went on uh, his Instagram story because I was like, all right, so you're currently not working because you're a news yeah. anchor who um, rather publicly exploded and nobody's going to hire you until some time cools down. And you're going to find yeah. yourself back in um, maybe not Wisconsin because, right. honey, you... You are gay, 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 and there's just not a gay news station around anymore, right? Huh. Um, and so, I mean, maybe he, maybe he will, right? I mean, he could in some markets, um, but but he's going to have to start at the bottom again. Ha! Ah, no puns intended there. Um, I feel like a lot of news anchors are probably gay, but I guess they're not openly gay. Yeah, I mean, it is my guess. I mean, the okay, the. One that I personally know is gay. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, you've what? Uh, Anderson Cooper, Don Lemon, uh, Rachel Maddow. Right, um, right. Mm, mm. So maybe he'll be able to get a job. But I mean, he, I, I don't I, think I, so. Because he's he is. All, well, OK, so this is me and this is my opinion. And again, I okay. am judging McJudgerstein. So um, he is all over Instagram with shirt off and posing and talking about like being hot and all that. Um, uh, it's, it's a lot of self love and yeah. I'm all for it. But when, when the reason you love yourself is because you think you're beautiful, um, it starts to get on my nerves. <laughs> and then I don't like you. Um, so anyway, yeah, he's taking it is some a time unprofessional. off. Well, and that's it. I think that's a better way to put it. it it's unprofessional. 
so he's taking time off. He is working yeah. on himself. He he's is mature. Feeling, um, he's feeling himself up. No, he is. <laughs> he is feeling better. And here's where I don't want to beat this poor guy up, right? Um, he rather inartfully expressed an opinion that I think at the time most people would have agreed with. If you take out the fat, right, and if you right. just say vaccinate. Almost said homeless workers, and that's not it. Vaccinate <laughs> healthcare workers. Healthcare workers. Before that's everyone it. else. Yeah. Uh, right. And I think everybody would have applauded and said, yeah. It's possible. Yeah. 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 It was, it was, it was a poor opinion. <laughs> that's what it was. So, hey. yeah, I don't know what he's doing now either. Um, let's look at his apology and All examine right. it and study it. Um, Again, it's he said. Study it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Earlier today, yes. Uh, it's all of three sentences, so I know it's you're going to be so real. Study. A lot it of studying here. Earlier today, I tweeted something insensitive and offensive. I truly regret my words and want to apologize. I have deleted my tweet and ask that you accept my sincere apology. So, did he express regret? Yes, he said. I truly regret my words. All right, he expressed regret. There we go. Explanation of what went wrong? No, he didn't say why he did it. You know, did he did he mean to say something else? Was it stupid? Um, was it thoughtless? We don't know why he said what he said. Did he acknowledge responsibility? Yeah, he said I tweeted something insensitive and offensive. So gets a yes. Declaration of repentance. Uh, yes, I truly regret my words and want to apologize. Was there an offer of repair of any kind? No, no. Nothing like that. Um, did he request forgiveness? Yes, he said, please, I ask that you accept my sincere apology. So I would give this normally a rating of seven, except for the fact that he went back on it later and say, you know, the reason I deleted the tweet was who has time to argue with strangers on the internet. So clearly he only posted the apology to save his ass. Oh, that's so clear. I mean, that it was just your career-saving move. And, you know, when you're in the public eye, like we are, I'm right. careful about what I post. Not, right. I mean, I do a lot of posting, right? But <laughs> I always have in my mind, my giant mind, yeah. that um, what are you saying? How could it be perceived? Right. Of course. That's I where mean, it, that's, that's how we all are, really. Those, oh, those I thought smart. I was the hero here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So obviously he was just, he, he fucked up and he apologize to cover his ass. So he gets a one. Um, how do you rate him? So, okay. So, so there's the apology, which he misspelled the word apologize. Um, oh, I missed that. Wow. So cool. Uh, well, I missed it too, but uh, spell check caught it for me. And it was a copy paste. I didn't retype. So I know. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it's easy. This is a two apology only because it's so ass saving, right? Oh, I'm real sorry and I've deleted it and Yeah. And la 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 and I'm gonna take cookies to Overeaters Anonymous meetings <laughs> and give everyone a big, big hug. Because they're all hug. so fat. It's the only kind of <laughs> hug they can get. Um so yeah, it's it's a two. However, I'm going to say I feel really bad for what happened to him. Um he's not been able to find work. Some of that might be the sex tape that got leaked out, and some of it yeah. might just be that he's got a little bit of a shitty reputation now in the industry yeah, because exactly. his coworkers I mean, some, didn't love him. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, because because I don't know, right? Right. We um, don't know. But I can speculate all fucking day long. Um, <laughs> and so it, it 
it's still a two. It's still such a blatant career-saving move. Um, but he has, I mean, on one hand, he hasn't been hurting. He's been traveling around, so he's got access to money unless he's just like overspending on his credit cards. But you can't do that for a full year. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe he's spending all the savings. I don't know, but I feel bad for him. And I, I hope he can find a job that he likes where yeah. people like him. Um, and the way I'm, my feelings are porn he is going to end up in porn. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll keep an eye out for Blake McCoy. He doesn't even have to change his name. Really, He's got, I was just going to say that. He's got the name. <laughs> my name's Blake McCoy. I'm here to have sex with you. <laughs> oh, Blake. <laughs> I could do this all day. All right, let's not. <laughs> oh, oh, let. Oh, let. Who's sorry now? Do you have oh, who's no, sorry no, now? no, 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 no. I have, I have, I have a thing to. Uh, oh, to, you do? Uh, okay. Yeah, to, okay. to add to this because let's um, hear it. I was a little interested in in this topic because of the fat aspect of it, right? Right. Um, Fox News, whatever, right? First of all, it yeah. shouldn't be news. It yeah. should be. Fox Info Entertainment. Fox um, bullshit. Yeah, it's, and whatever for that. So I didn't care about like the founding of Fox or, I remember the founding of Fox. I remember watching. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Like the Simpsons would come on some channel at a certain night and it was Fox, yep. but then the rest of it was like, I don't know, ABC or, well, it wasn't ABC. Fox News uh, became, or Fox, born in this country in um, 19. 19- 86, but I think it was in 96 where they figured out that what they needed to do was buy time on other networks because that was just an affordable way uh-huh. to get their content out there. And then eventually they they had their own show. And so their big success, of course, was The Simpsons. And yeah. Fox does this thing, and they do it quite cleverly, where um, they're truly entertainment, right, tends to be more mm-hmm. subversive. You're looking mm-hmm. at The Simpsons and mm-hmm. what a culture shock that program was for such a long time. We're looking at things like Better Things. Um, there, there was that one that was about plastic surgery or whatever. Not a reality show, but like, like a drama or whatever. Right? Cool. Okay. Uh, but very entertaining. They, you get the eyeballs uh-huh. in, right? You, you bring them in with the oh, this is naughty. Oh, this is funny. <laughs> oh, this is cool. But then after they develop an attachment to your brand being Fox, then you swing them over to the news because you have Fox news, right? And then you convert their minds to conservatism. Um, that's kind of the, the roadmap and, and why they do what they do. They know that if they had conservative programming, nobody's really going to want to watch it. You know, yep. Bible hour is number 502 in the rankings for a reason. Oh, gives me a headache. But okay. So, you know, Fox news, I don't care. They're bad, but it did get me to thinking about like, oh, well, what other um, eras were fat people considered beautiful, right? Because we sort of all have it loosely in our heads that like, oh, there's this period in art history where where heavy set features were painted up and then mm-hmm. they show up, right? So did that mean that society valued heavy set people, et cetera? And so allow me to introduce you to, and I am going to apologize for my notes in advance, but I also think it's pretty funny. So this is a section that I like to call pretty fat periods, which 
Okay. Only funny to me. <laughs> I wrote it, right? And then gotcha. I was doing my notes. And then I caught that title again. And I was like, that's hysterical. Pretty fat periods. It goes in so many different directions. But it wasn't as funny to you. So. All right. So uh, we're going to start off uh, in about 24,000 to 22,000 BCE with the Venus of Willendorf. It's a little statue that I think everybody is uh, familiar with on some level. And it portrays um, a rather rotund woman. And nobody's really sure what it is. Is it a symbol of fertility? Is it a symbol of um, whatever? Is it a good luck charm? No one knows. It, it's no 26,000 years old. Um, but what it is, is something that somebody carved out of stone, and it's not the only representation of a heavyset uh, female. And sort of the idea there is that um, it's a good luck charm because it's about resources, right? Mm -hmm. um, you were your resource. You were the way you survived through the winter. Cool. We go to ancient Greece. Uh, we go to the statues, and the statues portray people as they actually wore. So women were larger ships, full breasts, not quite flat stomach. Um, and let's see. Then we move into the Renaissance. There's a lot of debate around this. There's um, Rubens is the one that I think people point to the most, and they're like, "Oh, he really liked heavy set women. He loved painting them." Uh, potentially, yes, or it could also just be that during the Renaissance, there was sort of a counter-reaction to the Gothic period, where um, in the Gothic period, it was very religious, and there wasn't a lot of nudity, and in the Renaissance, it was a direct reaction to that, so you have a lot more nudity, but also, the paintings aren't about God, they are about man, and so the heaviness and excess of flesh could just simply be a way of emphasizing humanity, Right. So, cool. That's uh, that's what I got. Interesting. I can't tie. Eh, you know, I mean, it it gets to this this thing of like beauty standards and how they change over time, right. and um, what was beautiful in one era maybe not necessarily beautiful in a later era. Um, yeah. But seemingly, heavy set people have been with us since the beginning of time, oh, and. Sure shouldn't shouldn't be um what's the word i'm looking for not belittled not victimized not but you know you, you don't need to pull them into your tweet about vaccinating healthcare workers right right agree yeah. not gonna get an argument here i'm a fat person at this point in my life <laughs> maybe not you forever. are not you are so no, no, not i am no, I totally am. So uh, that's what happens after the uh, the, vac the vaccine, the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, exactly, after everybody. <laughs> that, we didn't tell you, but the vaccine makes you fat. Makes and you fat. sorry. So go out and get it if you want to be fat. Um, yep, that's uh, two years sitting around on the couch. Just put some weight on me. It, um, it hasn't helped what me. What can you say? What can you say? Um, so can we do Who's Sorry Now? A oh, we can. Suspended? Yes. Uh, what have we got? What have you got? Um... Uh, I'll go with, um, cause I don't like I did, oh, but well, I have an apologies expected if we want to talk about that. Go ahead. 
Um, so Sheriff David Hutchison is currently refusing to resign in the wake of his DWI conviction. This position is in stark contrast to his own words when speaking on a podcast 10 days before his drunken crash totaled a county-owned squad vehicle. On the podcast, he said, We want to praise and hold our good cops and deputies to the highest standard possible, support them 100% of the time. But if cops do stupid stuff and they break the law, they break policy, let's get rid of them. So uh, calls for Hutchison to quit office ramped up following search warrant revelations that Hutchison initially denied driving the vehicle. He later admitted to crashing while driving drunk near Alexandria, Minnesota on December 18th. The warrant states that Hutchison told both witnesses and responding deputies several times that he was not the person driving his county-owned vehicle involved in a rollover crash. The documents go on to say that Hutchison, who had, quote, a strong odor of an alcoholic beverage emanating from him, told a Douglas County Sheriff's deputy at the scene that he had called a cab and that the cab driver was driving the vehicle. Wow. Dumb. Hutchison pleaded guilty a few days later to a single count of driving while intoxicated in the fourth degree. But his apology, which I'm expecting, is him... Am I really expecting an apology? I mean, kind of. Um, yes, but no. Um, I think he's just going to be a jerk about it. But he has said 10 days before he crashed that we should get rid of cops who break the law. And then he refused to resign for being convicted for driving while impaired. Oh, so, he did Sheriff break David the law. Hutchison, you should apologize. Pardon me, my... my Your um, COVID's acting up. My COVID totally <laughs> got a hold of me. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's that whole thing of like, do as I say, not as I do, uh-huh. bullshit. David Hutchison, we see you. We see you, and I'll go drinking with you, David, because you sound like you're <laughs> fun, except there's this thing called Uber, and it's a big help. Um, Especially if you're driving a squad car. Ah! <laughs> um, let's see. I do have an apologies expected. Um, well, let me... Okay. So... I think it's more who's sorry now, right? Okay. So I had one that I was going to do, but it's a long story. And I'm like, I told a long story at the front. I'm not going to close with a long story because nobody needs to hear about how my friend's husband tried to kiss me in the kitchen during her birthday party. What? Um, well, that's what I'm saying, right? When was this? Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm an Amy Mann fan. Sure. And I had um, a coworker who uh, was hired just as I was leaving a company. And uh-huh. she and I had like two weeks together. And she was cool. And then we liked each other. And we met for drinks after work. And after I left, we our, mm-hmm. we were in the same industry. So it made sense for us to do that. Um, and so cool. And then um, she invited me to her birthday party. And I went. And I was really excited to go because I had found and didn't know it existed, um, a video of a Amy Mann concert, right? Uh-huh. Thrilled. Couldn't wait. And I was so fucking excited that I held on to the gift, even though it's a big party and there were loads of people and there was a present table, right? Oh, wow. Set up. So there was a table with presents on it. And I was supposed to, just like a wedding, supposed yeah. to put my present on the pile of presents. But is that no. a good, that's kind of gauche, isn't it? To have a birthday party and have a present table? I, I, I wouldn't, but, you know. Yeah, okay. All right, I, we wouldn't. I'm wonderful. And... <laughs> Yes, I would have a present table, but it'd be presents for other people coming to my party. 
That would be awesome. <laughs> to celebrate I'm me. To your parties. <laughs> <laughs> I want presents. Um, so anyway, so I, I held on to it. And the other part of it was I, the thing cost me 18 bucks, right? Uh-huh. And I only had 20. Uh-huh. And payday was like a couple of days away. So I literally yeah. had like two bucks. And, yeah. and I wanted... I wanted to see, I wanted, I was excited about it. And I knew she'd be excited about it. Yeah. The same level of excitement. And the party went on and on and on, like my stories do. And then <laughs> um, I was standing in the kitchen with her husband. Yeah. Right. And they had been married quite a long time. Uh, wow. They got married when they were like 18. And okay. they'd been married for like, I don't know, 15 years by that point or whatever. Okay. So cool. Standing in the kitchen, party's winding down. And, and my friend had been very busy with her guest. And so yeah. I didn't have didn't have time to like, I, I need a one minute with her. Cool. So we were talking and he was telling me about how when he drives to work in the morning, he listens to Fox News on Sirius uh. XM, right? And I was like, you should be listening to that station. There's mm-hmm. plenty of other news stations. You don't, that one's a problem, right? Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, I know, but you know, we're from the Midwest and blah, 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 whatever, cool. Um, now, I will say he was pretty hammered. Yeah. Right. Um, and I'm not one of these people that thinks everyone's flirting with me or everybody sure. loves me. I, I, the opposite. Like, I never know. Okay. And so, cool. So he leans in to my face. And the first few milliseconds, I was like, oh, this guy's so tipsy. He's going to fall right into me. In fact, oh, and no. then he stuck his tongue in my mouth. Oh, right? no. It wasn't even like, uh, oh, I slipped and my lips brushed against yours. Oopsie. Yeah. It, it was, uh, I want to fuck your tonsils. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, that was kind of graphic. Um, but, <laughs> but anyway, so, I, you know, I put my hand up and pushed him back a little bit. And um, and I said, hey, let's call him Zebajaya. That's not a name. Uh-huh. Zeb. I pick a different name. Why am I struggling with Zebediah and I need to make it? Let's let's call him Morton. And I said, which is completely, obviously not his name. And I said, Morton, listen, I think you're a really nice guy. And we're just going to pretend that this didn't happen because I'm not here to uh, see you. I'm here to see and uh, let's call her. Diana. Let's call her Lotta. Okay. Uh, no, let's not call her that. I know a lot. Let, let's call her. Oh, I don't know. It doesn't matter what we call her. Let's just call her her. So okay. I'm going to go into the living room, Morton, and then we're going to see each other in the future and it's going to be cool. Bye. And I left. Yeah. Right. And then I sat down on the couch, uh, which was a little love seat. And mm-hmm. my friend came in, saw me. I didn't just sit down. I, I sat down because I saw her and she... Whatever. We both sat down on the couch at the same time. Wow, I'm trying to make the story be. Okay. And uh, I was like, here you go. And she opened up. She was like, oh, my God, I didn't know. And I was like, I know. I didn't know it either. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I love it. La, 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 thank you so much. I was like, yes, okay. So I'm going to leave. And then here comes Morton weaving his way through the living room. Oh and boy. he plops down on this two-seater love seat right between oh no. us and drapes his hands around both of our shoulders. Uh. Right? And... My friend is still very excited about her Amy Mann, and I am also still very excited about that Amy Mann video. Yeah. Um, so cool. And then he takes his hand from around his wife, or his arm from around his wife, and he runs it 
down my chest and keeps on running that hand. And I jumped <sighs> up and and my friend, her, looked at me and said, what's going on here? Am I seeing what I think I'm seeing? And I just said, hey, listen, I don't want to sleep with your husband. I don't know what's going on. I'm going to go home. Oh, my God. Thanks. And then um, her uh, called me probably about 30 minutes later. Or I actually, I, I was reaching out to her, right? Yeah. Because I got home and I was like, oh, my God, that's a, I, I, I didn't do anything. But right. I left my friend in this really vulnerable moment. Wow. So, uh, so calling because of whatever, it was early 2000, yeah. whenever, right? Whatever. There were text messages, but not really. And, yeah. um, and she was out, uh, driving around. She was like, I'm just, I'm in shock. I don't know what to do. And I oh was like, God. well, you shouldn't be driving around. It's really late at night. I mean, you know, at this yeah. point it was like midnight. Um, I have an extra bedroom. Come to, come to my house and, and you can crash and whatever. And I'll hit on you. <laughs> 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 I have another friend who, when I was at the, in the t and when all this was happening, right? Yeah. Like, whatever, a week later, I was discussing it, picking it apart with a friend. And, uh, and my friend said, Yeah, that's like having the other woman call you and say, You can come <laughs> to my house now that you found out your husband's having an affair with me. Like, yeah. We weren't having I mean, that an was affair. a nice gesture, I think. Yeah. I mean, I didn't do it. You didn't to do anything wrong. Mean. So. Right. Gosh, your husband thinks I'm so hot. <laughs> you want to come over? <laughs> But anyway, so fast forward like three weeks or so, and uh, I was like, I'm just going to leave that situation alone. I've I've reached out, done it, you know, no, no judgment, but also some yep. judgment. Um, and and um, her called me and said, "Hey, let's meet for drinks." So we did, and basically she was like, "Oh, my husband was so drunk, and he has a weird sense of humor, and so Morton thought that if he made out with you, it would make you uncomfortable, and you would go home." And I was like, okay, it worked. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think a straight guy wouldn't have come up with that plan. And, and why would he want you to go home? Because it was late. Okay. Because I was, I was the last person leaving the party and I hadn't left yet. Because I was waiting for that golden moment of, of sharing in mutual joy. Right, right, right. Of like, yay, our favorite singer that nobody else likes except for a handful of really, you know, Smart people, yeah. um, blah blah blah. Are blah, you blah. keeping track of Amy Mann these days? Are you are you up on the work she's doing with Ted Leo? No. Oh, okay. Never mind then, because he's somebody I really like, and and he's very different from what you would like. So I was just curious just to see if you were interested in what they're doing together. But oh, I will. We'll now. talk about that outside the podcast. Okay, great. I will. You <laughs> will. You will. They will. Morton will. But yeah, that's a that's a good who's sorry now. He really should be sorry for that. He should be sorry, and I never got an apology from him. Bastard. Yes. Although he did appear at um, the going away party that uh, she threw for me when we were moving <laughs> to Texas. I wonder um, if they're still married. Oh, yes. With children or child, oh, at least. Yeah. Creepy. And then over the years, I reached out to her um, uh -huh. for a professional need at one uh -huh. point because I was looking at this company and there was there was a job there and um, <laughs> sent a message and didn't get a reply. And it's like, you know, I could have slept with your husband. <laughs> you owe me. But I didn't. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, she owes you professional favors. 
<laughs> or sexual ones. Something. <laughs> Somebody owes me something somewhere, and I want it. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so that's my who's sorry now, and it is Fox News related. Yes, it is. So we've all tied this together in a nice little bow. Once again, another we, classic. Another classic episode. I think we can end it there. All right, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Have a continue to have a happy new year, and we'll see you next week. Bye. But not too happy. Bye. Not too happy. Listening to Apologies Accepted, the podcast. You can find links to the articles and the sources in the show notes. To submit an apology or find out more, visit us at apologiesaccepted.net, where you can also find our merchandise. We're on Twitter at Apologies Accepted and on Instagram at Apologies.accepted. You can support our important work at Patreon forward slash Apologies Accepted and fuck Facebook. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.